All right. Episode 99 is here. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Kyle. We are so close to episode 100. We're not there yet. We're not there yet, but that's okay because we have a lot of fun content to cover this month. And yes, I think these are some of our favorite episodes to share um, with our listeners about our amazing CMA team. And we have an ever-expanding CMA team. We have uh, several new people in our national headquarters office. Yes, we do. And uh, we are excited to profile two of them today. And we will um, have more new employees to come. So stay, stay tuned because in the next month or so, you'll hear from some of our newest of our new employees. But as you could probably imagine, everyone's schedules and summer vacations and stuff have necessitated it taking a couple months for us to get around to this batch of new people. But we're very excited that they're here and so thrilled to get to introduce them to all of our listeners. Absolutely. So our first guest on this episode of the podcast is Dawn Coleman. And Dawn joins us as our new Senior Director for Education. Um, And she has been with CMA now for, I want to say, about three months, give or take. (laughs) Yes, yes. She started with us um, in May. In uh, May. Actually, like in April, April. beginning of May. That's correct. So just over three months she's been here. Um, And I'm sure anyone who knows anything about CMA understands that the professional development side of what we do for this association is a huge undertaking and Dawn is going to be a vital piece of that puzzle. Um, and we are thrilled that she's here and bringing some of her expertise and which you will learn about to the role as well. And then we are joined by our other new newer, <laughs> not newest, at this point, our other newer staff team member, Ishan Tuli, and Ishan uh, joins us in our accounting department. Um, we've we've had a couple people, um, you know, try to step into this role, and Ishan is the best fit, and we are so happy that he's here. And he has some really fun, interesting things to share with us too. We learned a lot about Ishan, um, and I'm just going to say I am excited to hear him hopefully play the piano one day. That is my goal. Absolutely. But for our listeners, you know, please join us in welcoming Don and Ishan. Take a listen to their interviews, and I hope that you get to know and enjoy them as much as we have over just the past couple of months. And I think that's everything. Awesome. All right. Welcome to Don and Ishan. Awesome. Well, we are thrilled to be sitting down with our new colleague, Dawn Coleman, today to introduce her to our listeners and the CMA membership. So, Dawn, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thank you, Melissa and Kyle. I'm so glad to be here. We're so glad to have you for many reasons, not just as a guest on our podcast, but on our team. Uh, We've been We've been, you know, everybody's been kind of divvying up jobs. And so to have you here, it's such a wonderful breath of fresh air uh, to have just another set of hands to help us get everything done. Um, So to get things started, as Melissa said, we want to give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit better. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? How long have you been doing this kind of thing? Anything interesting? Um, I am from, well, I was born in Maryland. I uh, lived there until, you know, as a, we moved away as a child. I ended up 
I've lived in several states, ended up in Oklahoma of all places, growing up there, went, um, went to school there, um, then met, got married, moved to Texas and went to college, got my degree in accounting, had my children, um, raised them there, and somehow I ended up back in Stillwater, Oklahoma again. <laughs> so as a general manager, never thought that I would, never club management never entered my mind. Um, it was good. My track was going to get my CPA and be an accountant. And once I joined the Stillwater Country Club, I just was enthralled and loved it. Loved the club, clubdom, as they call it, and uh, just kept going. So we love that so much. And I think actually that's a perfect example of what we always talk about and that um, you know, you can come into club management from kind of any angle and there's a place for everyone in clubs and, and you just, you didn't study hospitality. You didn't think about clubs at all and look at you now. So yeah, that's a perfect, perfect example of how that trajectory can work. Yeah. You just have to be open. I mean, I got a call. I was moving it back to, uh, we were leaving Texas, moving back to Oklahoma. I got a, had a family member that knew a board of director on the, at the club and, they needed a, it was 2007. Mm -hmm. Things were dire for a lot of clubs. Mm -hmm. um, they didn't have a CFO. They didn't have a GM. They oh had just gosh. hired a superintendent. So just net word of mouth between family members. They called me and said, hey, will you interview? And the rest was history, as they say. Goodness. That's crazy. I love it that. <laughs> so, yeah. I got there and supposed to be the business manager CFO. Well, they didn't have a GM. Everything, it was so dire at the time. I remember going home and telling my husband, I don't know if this is going to work. Um, but they had a, a board and a membership that was, they wanted to make the club succeed. They just had to figure out how to do it. Um, and so while I was there, I'm up and I'm in my office and there's nobody on the floor at F&B. And I'm just that person that's going to jump in. The staff are asking me for questions and to help them. I've never done hospitality before. Just jumped in and learned. that We couldn't fall any lower. <laughs> I wasn't afraid that way. <laughs> yeah, I guess so that's that a great involve, point. <laughs> well, it, it is. So that's just how I thought about it. I thought, well, I'm just going to learn how to do this. So, and that's what I did. And then just next thing I know, a couple of years later, I'm AGM. And my goal was to be GM. I love that. So cool. And I think too, I mean, I think a lot of our clubs can probably relate to that, um, especially, you know, in 2007, 2008, things were <laughs> dire across the country. We were all kind of <clears throat> not sure what was going to happen. And, uh, but I love that attitude of just, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to jump in and I'm going to learn and I'm going to help. And I think that actually is perfect for your, you know, coming on board here at CMAA too, is the same, that same attitude. We're definitely going to lean on you for that. Well, I, I will do my best. I've still got a lot to learn, but I'm trying and um, I'm really happy to be here. It's just, it's been a great career. I won't say career change because I could stay within the club, mm -hmm. but just a new directory for me. So I'm excited about that. Absolutely. Melissa, do you want to take the next part? Sure. So you know, Don, what interested you and, and what led you to come into CMAA National Headquarters? Well, at the time, after I'd been in Stowar Country Club for 16 years, um, I had attained my goal as being GM. I just also just spearheaded a big um, capital improvements project 
there for our wellness facilities that um, saw that through was executed. My children at all. So in, in while all this is happening, my children are grown now. They're leaving. They, no one was left. My family wasn't left in Stillwater. Let's put it that way. They had, they had all gotten their wings and flown away. So I thought <laughs> at the time I thought, well, maybe I'll look for a, a, a place I can, I can go where I want to go. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was thinking of a, a, a club that was larger, not maybe member wise, but revenue wise, um, and coming a GM that way. Um, but found that being in a club that we might've had 400 members, but our revenue was not what a club in the North would be like a right. little bit bigger up here, but I was looking for a club that more revenue had more layers. You'd have to wear so many hats at one time. Um, but while I was, and I was just thinking about it, but I got on CMAA's um, <laughs> website, was looking and saw this position. I thought, I love, CMA was so important to me coming into this business, not having any knowledge about clubs. I was looking for anything that would help me. I had the club manager's book, you know, looking through that um, was on the website. At the time, our club didn't have the resources for me to be a member of CMA, but so I was looking for everything I could um, mm -hmm. that was I could get my hands on to help me. Um, so when I saw and I knew and I had mentored so many um, employees, coached them, mentored them at at the club. When I saw the position here, I thought I, I could do that and it would be, it would keep me in the club, mm -hmm. would also give me a little more work-life balance. And at this time in my life, I think I might enjoy that. Yes. <laughs> so I just decided, you know what, I think this is, this, it just seemed right. So I put my application in, I filled out my, I put my resume in. <laughs> and look awesome. at you now, you're here. I do. <laughs> I love that story, though. I think that's such a wonderful, almost full circle type of trajectory, too. Like, um, and really, I, I'm curious, and this isn't a question that we've prepared, but now that you've, you've opened up the door, I'm going to take it. Um, <laughs> your experience in a club where you said, you know, you like you didn't have the, the capital or resources to become a member of CMA yourself as an individual um, early on when you were starting, you know, I'm curious how that experience might inform your time here at the association and your role in education, because, you know, we're we always talk a lot about, you know, how we can um, make our education more accessible for people. And, you know, thinking about, you know, we, as we went through COVID, we, adjusted and adapted a lot and we made more things available virtually and online which certainly opened up um, accessibility for a lot more people across the country um, but I'm curious you know how how might your personal experience inform your role now um, now that you're with the association and kind of help get to shape a little bit more of what we do well I think there's a couple ways I think looking at more ways online um, to have courses um, for members. Mm -hmm. um, and some of it, even the podcast, it's just, it's the, there's a networking in, in the podcast as well, so that you know people you can reach out to. But also, I've been thinking since I joined, part of another stumbling block for me then was our board had no idea right. what CME was and trying to get through to them how important it was 
um, for that certification and, and that my, my predecessor there at the club and making him understand um, how important that certification was and the learning, whatever it was, the, the our CMAA university that we have. Mm -hmm. Just keeping that up to date, those kind of things. Um, from my background, I think it was, it was I want to look for a way to get these boards to understand, especially in small clubs, the Midwest, especially that kind of thing, to understand how important CMAA is to their, to their staff, to their GM, to their AGM, to their F&B. If we can figure out a way to get word to them, I think that would help a lot. I think the revenue would be there at those clubs. They would spend that money. Just like our CREC offerings, the training. I don't think a lot of clubs understand that that's offered, right? Um, in other parts of the country. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great point, Don. And I think you know that that attitude is something that has it's informed a lot of the things that we do on a day to day basis. But um, we're just excited to have someone else on board who who believes in that as well and uh, who's ready to help us, you know, continue down that pathway. So thank you. Hey. I love it. So um, John, tell us what you're passionate about. What gets you excited? I love to see my kids. So that right there, uh, women's rights, of course, uh, I get passionate about any kind of woman's right, but especially in the club world, um, I just think we need to promote more women, get get young girls coming in, thinking about other areas in the club they can do, the GM role, the AGM. Um, but outside the club, I would say it's women's rights. We love that. You're you're in a safe space <laughs> here. I'll say that much. But uh, I love that that is something that drives you, um, you know, because we've done so much or at least tried to do so much in, in recent years, um, especially with our different communities within the association. And obviously our women in club management group is a big, very active group of uh, club management professionals. But I think you're absolutely right. It's that transition um, with our younger generation and, and helping show these young women that there is a space for them here. There is an aspiration for them here. It's not just that they want to work in F&B or event planning, right? Like, yeah, you can do those things. That's wonderful. It's great. There's space for you to do that. But there's also an opportunity for you to grow and lead. Um, and it's it's okay. It's not scary. And we're hoping, you know, like to, to kind of change some of that. And I love that that's something that drives you. It is. And, and I was excited to see how much the CMA is, the DEI. I think that's so important. There's so many untapped resources for that, that we, to get, to make people understand that anyone can go into a club and how we, how do we get, get to them to, to make them understand that. Absolutely. Good. Well, we're, we're happy to have that energy with us for sure. <laughs> so Melissa asked what you're passionate about, but I also now want to know what's the coolest thing that you're working on right now. I know you're still kind of getting your arms wrapped around everything CMAA, but maybe there's like one cool thing that started to kind of float to the top. I honestly, I think it's right now it's the world conference. Yeah. Just it goes together. It's exciting. I, I went to my first world conference last year. Um, very excited. Very a great time. Um, I could, I got as many classes in as I could, you know, so I, and it was great to see the people that I'd been with in the BMIs 
to run into them again, all that networking. It's just, it's an exciting time. And I'm kind of regretted that I hadn't done it earlier. <laughs> well, good. And obviously we know that planning world conference is it's a huge undertaking. And as our listeners, maybe you're surprised to hear this listeners that it's the end of June and we've been working on planning this next world conference since, I don't know, April. <laughs> March. What day did World Conference? Yeah, since since our last World Conference ended, I don't know. (laughs) But the work never really stops, so that's that's fantastic. And obviously, Don, in your role, I mean, World Conference is going to be a huge, huge portion of that, and you'll be a very influential piece of that puzzle. So, like I said before, we're just we're happy to have you on board. Thank you. Awesome. Well, um, Don, we know you exist as a full human outside of the workplace and you've told us all the cool things that you do you've done and you do for CMA now so what's your perfect non-work day what, what are your hobbies what are your favorite ways to spend your time I love I'm so excited to be up in this part of the country because I want to start finding hiking trails yes. I love to do that anything outdoors gardening um hiking I also love to find the little quaint little like down old town Alexandria, the antique shops, those kind of things, just explore and find new places to, to see. Fabulous. Well, okay, well, we're going to be best friends because all the things that you just mentioned are also <laughs> my favorite things. So there you okay. go. I love to be outside. If you're looking for hiking trails, I got you. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're fortunate we live in a place where there's a lot of good green space that's outside and it's very accessible. So um We'll get together later. We'll hook you up. We've got some. We've got some good ideas for sure. <laughs> um, is there anything else that we haven't t- asked you about or talked about that you want to share with our listeners that we haven't covered? Can't think of anything. Okay. No, no worries. This is this is fantastic. And like I said, you know, we're we're thrilled to have you on our team. It's exciting. Um, we're in, in an exciting time, I think, for the association where we've got a lot of new staff. Um, we're in the process of, of getting some new folks on board. And um, it's it's exciting to bring in new energy and new perspectives. And, uh, you know, I think that just there's so much potential in in the organization and for what we can bring to our members. And that new energy is just really invigorating um, and so welcome. So thank you. And we're thrilled that you joined us on the podcast and we will definitely have you back because uh, we are our in-house subject matter experts are our best resource for a lot of things. So um, we will be looking to you for for future future information and future conversations. Well, thank you. I'm so I'm so glad to be here and everyone. It's so wonderful here. I think it's just a great team. I mean, exceeds my expectations to be quite honest. So awesome. Well, we are thrilled to be talking with one of our newest colleagues, um, Ishan Tuli, who um, joined us in April in the role of staff accountant. So Ishan, thank you so much for taking time away from the numbers today to be with us. No worries. It's my pleasure. Uh, I appreciate it for having me. Absolutely. So tell our listeners a little about yourself. Well, um, I uh, I joined CMA in um, April, as you know, uh, of this year. Um, a little bit about myself is um, 
got my uh, bachelor's degree in in accounting uh, back in uh, 2021 August. And uh, um, right after that, I had an opportunity to work at a local accounting firm, um, you know, in uh, in audit field. I did that for about a year, um, a little over a an year, and um, you know, I moved on and wanted to. I saw this uh, opportunity for uh, you know working for CMAA. I did um, research on what CMA does. Um, so I was thrilled to, to, uh, you know, be, be interviewing with, with the CFO <laughs> of the company, Jason, um, as well as Michelle, um, they both interviewed me and, uh, it was, you know, since I, I had the interview process started, um, basically at CMA, it was, I kind of knew where, you know, I'm stepping in and, what the culture is, and I was quite thrilled um, to be, you know, to be <laughs> stepping into such a, such organization. Um, uh, the way it relates to to how, uh, you know, as you can see, I'm an accounting student um, back, uh, you know, when I graduated in 2021. Um, I also had a have a passion, you know, because I, I want to be able to excel in what I do, and 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 that field is is accounting field. Um, so this this opportunity at CMA had me, um, you know, practice pretty much the basic daily accounting tasks versus uh, the step two, um, you know, in 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 audit field. Um, so I I did had audit experience, so I kind of you know have that uh in in my mind but i i wanted to kind of take a you know step one level <laughs> and start on the basic accounting um practice it daily um excel in it uh side by side i'm also mastering in uh in um uh accounting field also it's a accelerated master's program from george mason university uh, in fairfax uh, virginia um, I, I have that uh, master's program on pause a bit because I'm uh, <laughs> I'm kind of, uh, you know, taking it easy and also, uh, you know, will pick back up in probably fall of 2023, um, most likely. Do you, Sounds like um, you're keeping busy. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ishan, so yeah. you're clearly a dedicated student, and I love that um, as somebody who is also a, a big learner um, myself. What other things are you passionate about? It could be work-related. It could be in your personal life. doesn't matter. <laughs> what what things are you passionate about? Um, I, As I said, I... So th the way I'll present it is basically, uh, you know, as I, I was as I was saying, uh, what what I liked about CMA is back in my childhood uh, years, I and that was in India. Um, you know, I was my dad used to take me. Uh, he had a membership at um, an Army Navy club um, in uh, the capital of uh, Delhi. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, so I used to go there a lot and I used to, you know, quite enjoy making friends and liking the the environment that's, you know, quite sociable um, and getting to know people. And um, I was also good at drawing and painting. <laughs> that's another, that was my hobby back then. <laughs> it's not now because uh, I don't necessarily get that much time frame to, to you know, have that 
have that uh, peace of mind to actually <laughs> put it in, <laughs> put it in, uh, in, uh, in drawing. Um, but I, I, I like that um, the, you know, the lifestyle back then, and you know, since I enjoyed that pretty much all, uh, all my teenage up till my teenage years, um, and then I moved here when I was uh, 17 years old, right after my 12th grade uh, <laughs> high school diploma. I moved here to US, uh, so that was that's how I. I kind of enjoy the the club industry. Um, as far as accounting goes, um, I I am passionate about accounting because um, I since my childhood years it has a story behind it. <laughs> um, everybody was you know trying to know what I want to do, what I want to become in life, and um, in my teenage years um, is when people used to ask, and I was you know a bit a bit uh, quite unsure, but I did see. My uncles, one of my uncle uh, back in India, who was very uh, quite established um, uh, CA, uh, we called chartered accountant in in uh, <laughs> as a designation here. It's called certified public accounting, but over there it's called mm -hmm. chartered accountant. So he's a well-established CA uh, in India, um, and you know over here. So I, I had seen how how he pretty much. Um, did his job and how he was passionate about uh, that field. And, you know, he was, he, when we would when we would chat, we would sit down and we would talk, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, things about accounting and, and uh, as you know, it, it would just the conversation would just flow very easily. So I, I kind of knew where I was leaning in my teenage years. Um, I had kind of like half mindset <laughs> made up already that I want to be an accountant. Um, and then when I came here in in US, I had another uncle, um, not related, but you know, like a, a extended family mm -hmm. uh, side uncle. He's also a CPA here, and uh, <laughs> we we used to when we used to get together and go to parties, we would chat, and he would also you know quite encourage me. Okay, you know this is a good field. So I had kind of built my interest, and in when when I moved here to US. Um, you know, back in 2005, um, June, <laughs> I remember. So, you know, since then I had, uh, you know, made up my mind. I, I, I want to be, I want to be an accountant, <laughs> and I do like it. I like numbers. I, I, the, the major fact uh, that I would say I like about accounting is it's very clean and detailed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I, I I do like about that you know that about accounting. Um, I, I'm I'm a detailed oriented person too. You know I like things in an organized way. <laughs> uh, if it's uh, if it's not systematic, I kind of uh, <laughs> don't like that. I understand. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, that's that's my story on on my passion for accounting. Um, so I would say that's what I'm passionate about currently at the moment. Of course, there will be <laughs> there will be some other things that along the way, which uh, you know, I'm not sure about how life takes it, but <laughs> or how I take it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it's good that we have people who are passionate about accounting in the world, right? Because 
there are plenty of us who look at numbers and go, Mm-mm, nope, I don't, I can't, no, I can't, do not want. And so it's very important that we have people like you who want to do it and are good at it. Because right. if I was in charge of it, it would be well, monopoly money is what would happen. Well, I think every one of us has something good in them. So I'm sure you, what you do, you, you know, you have found your passion. <laughs> I did find my passion. Same with Melissa. You probably um, have your passion. So I think everyone has something in them. Um, and this is what I feel uh, I have in me. So, you know, that just keeps me going. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Ish- Ishan, is there anything that you're working on right now what what kind of what's the coolest thing that you're working on right now when it comes to accounting um okay and as far as accounting is concerned the coolest thing i um am working is you know just learning uh learning as i go at cmaa um i do have uh you know i'm doing an accelerated master's program that in 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 uh, uh accounting analytics um at, at uh, george mason university so so a, a part of that would be um you know the coolest thing would that be uh, i'll be learning different softwares and how to apply that um in in accounting industry um but that's that's as i said that's on pause right now so i uh at the moment i would say not related to accounting i'm working on <laughs> uh learning piano <laughs> uh that's that's the Ooh. coolest thing <laughs> i'm working on now um and uh you know i'll be uh, uh, I, I i'm at step 1 i i don't have any expertise uh even a little bit in it so i just look up with youtube videos and you know, I'm looking to see how I do have a keyboard at home, <laughs> so I, I uh, you know, I, I try. I, that's my that's my thing right now to uh, to be working on on learning piano. <laughs> oh, I love that. I yeah. think it's so cool. Like when as adults, we, you know, decide to pick something new up that we maybe, you know, have had a passing interest in in the past or like. Not, you know, maybe we didn't have the opportunity to learn that thing when we were younger, but now that we do and to pick that up and kind of go through that process of of stretching your brain to to and when music to me, it almost seems like you're learning a new language in many ways. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's, it's I, so um, cool. I, I was uh, I was telling my coworker that every tune every um you know every tune makes a difference on your brain um you know if if uh, <laughs> and yeah. it's true because at work too like when i'm you know doing my daily tasks uh i'm i'm making sure i uh i have some background music on <laughs> so so otherwise otherwise it can be too quiet uh <laughs> yeah so so that's uh you know that just i do like music i uh like a typical kind of music but uh at work, I'm just, you know, focusing on uh, focus music, which is uh, which is uh, live jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Instrument, <laughs> instrumental jazz. <laughs> I love so, that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, thinking about hobbies, because I think I'll I'll uh I'll say that piano is clearly a hobby of yours now. Um, what other hobbies do you have, or do you enjoy participating in? Uh, so the biggest one I do. Uh, every day um, is is meditating. That is <laughs> that, fantastic. That is, yes, that is uh, you know just I I don't need a whole lot of time. Maybe 
half hour a day um, or 40 minutes. Um, you know, I, and that's and that's good for me to keep uh, keep up with the day and keep my uh, keep me keep me organized, keep my uh, <laughs> keep my tasks in an orderly way. So uh, I do like meditating. Um, and other hobbies, you know, I do like to play racquetball. Um, cool. On, on <laughs> yeah, on weekends sometimes I do play racquetball uh, at the gym. Um, listening to music, helping people around, helping my family, uh, just a just a little bit, you know. Uh, I could go on with the hobbies, but <laughs> this is just uh, you know, just the the most yeah sampling and and the co most common ones I do. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So. I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite type of music to listen to? I mean, you said you like to listen to light jazz when you're focusing, but like when you're not at work, what do you, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Um, so it's a, it's a typical, uh, you know, it depends on my mood. Mm -hmm. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm in like, uh, you know, running errands or kind of like a on the go mood, then I would listen to something, uh, faster music on the hip hop side or, you know, um, but when I'm at, you know, kind of relaxing and, and, and that kind of mood, I would listen to soft music or even, uh, you know, some sort of, uh, holy music. Um, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, you know, basically two, two type of musics, yeah. uh, music, uh, genre that I, that I listen to. <laughs> Well, I think that covers all of our questions for today, but I feel like I've gotten to know you so much better just in the last 20 minutes that we've been chatting. I know um, it's that's fantastic. Ahead, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a pleasure. It's it's uh, great to, you know, do this podcast and, and um, I'm sure it'll bring some sort of knowledge for our members as well as other <laughs> CMA uh, teammates Absolutely. that I have. Yes, oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Well, Ishan, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Um, we really appreciate it. And to all of our listeners, um, if you ever run into Ishan at any of our events, if you see him around, or even if you reach out to us here at headquarters and, and he responds back to you, now you have a voice to put with the name um, and a story to put with the name as well. So we, uh, we look forward to sharing this with our listeners so they can get to know you a little bit better. And we look forward to getting to know you better as we go along in our everyday work together definitely definitely thank you for having me kyle and uh, melissa and uh thank you i appreciate awesome. it awesome okay that was easy peasy like i said we got a lot to learn about our two two of our newest team members and we have more to introduce you all to in the next couple weeks but we do have some announcements to share as per usual um, as we always say, it's a busy season at CMAA, so <laughs> what do we have on the docket, Melissa? Absolutely. Well, we are thrilled to be collaboratively announcing with the National Club Association the launch of a new resource, Private Club Governance, a Handbook of Principles and Best Practices, which was just published here at the beginning of August for leaders of private clubs. And so this was written by a joint committee of experts from the two associations, and the publication is designed to be a definitive guide to governance for private clubs. And it is a framework of best practices for clubs at any place on the spectrum of effective government. So no matter, no matter if you're starting out um, or if you're a long established club, 
uh, with great governance practices. There's something in here for everyone. And so it really is a comprehensive guide to establishing and maintaining that good governance. We know that that needs constant care and tending. Mm-hmm. Um, and it covers everything from bylaws and articles of incorporation to board policies, committee structure, and roles to evaluations and improvement. Um, and a chapter of sample documents that you should have. So the easy way to get this, if you're a member of CMAA, uh, head to the CMAA Connect uh, to our Best Practices Exchange and head to the library uh, to access that file. If you're an NCA member, you can access that directly on their website as well. The good thing is, is that we're really going to bring this to life over the next couple of months. So first up at uh, CMAA's Leadership and Legislative Conference in September, which everyone's heard me talk about uh, previously, we'll be doing a session just to kind of talk about what the project is, how it came to be, and what what are some of the pieces of it. But then most importantly, we're doing a joint online symposium. Uh, that the National Club Association will be hosting on their virtual platform. And that's going to be on Monday, September 25th. It's going to be a three-hour session from 12 to 3 p.m. Eastern uh, Daylight Time. And that is going to be open to CMA members, NCA members, club presidents, boards, um, to really come together to understand that resource and every part of that resource. So um, that is... you know, open to NCA and CMA members, please head over uh, to NCA's website where you can find that on their webinars or find it on CMA's page on our webinars as well, uh, a link to the registration, which again will be on their page um, to attend. But, you know, there's so much going on here and, and really this is a great uh, partnership between the two organizations structured to really benefit the entire private club community. So check out that resource. We have been floored by the number of downloads already and the number of inquiries about the piece. So. It is good stuff. Download it. Digital. It is a digital format. So download it, save it to your hard drive um, and get to reading. It's a great time to talk about governance. Absolutely. And Melissa's put in a lot of hard work on that. So I'm sure she's very thrilled to see this thing come to fruition and have it finally out in the world. Um, I also wanted to remind our listeners that entries for the Club Executive of the Year Award are due to us by September 25th. So that's just over a month um, to get in your nominations for Club Executive of the Year. If you're not familiar, uh, this is an award presented alongside our Club Management Magazine team. And this is a recognition for excellence in club leadership. Um, And it doesn't have, this is not an idea of like a Hall of Fame situation. This is truly looking at one club executive's performance over the last year. There are a couple different categories that we're really looking for some great examples of leadership in, um, particularly in the areas of club culture and ongoing engagement with CMA chapters. as well as obviously working in the mentoring space. So uh, if you know someone who would be a great fit for this award, please get your stuff in to us soon. Um, Melissa, you are kind of the guru on all things related to uh, Club Executive of the Year. So you're around to answer any questions if people come across them, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and and plan ahead because it is not just a single nomination form. There are uh, letters of recommendation required. So don't procrastinate. 
<laughs> Don't procrastinate because you have to collect a lot of little things to make sure this nomination is complete. But like I said, you can find all of that information um, about how to nominate someone and what all is required on our website at cmaa.org slash news slash award programs. And you can find that club executive of the year right on that page. Pretty easy to find. Um, and if you've got questions, feel free to contact Melissa. <laughs> here at headquarters you can ask me too but i'll mostly just turn around and ask melissa as well so she's the keeper of all the knowledge for all the things um i think that wraps us up for this episode i'm sure we've got other announcements but we'll have another episode coming in the next week or so and we're really excited about that one it's episode 100 um a big milestone for us here at the podcast. And we're really, really looking forward to sharing that with you all. But until then, I'm Kyle. That's Melissa. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Club Management. We will talk to you again soon. Bye. Take care, friends. The Let's Talk Club Management podcast is a podcast of the Club Management Association of America. Since 1927, CMAA has been the largest professional association for managers of membership clubs throughout the U.S. and internationally. The objectives of the association are to promote relationships between club management professionals and other similar professions, to encourage the education and advancement of members, and to provide the resources needed for efficient and successful club operations. Under the covenants of professionalism, education, leadership, and community, CMAA continues to extend its reach as the leader in the club management practice. CMAA is headquartered in Alexandria, Virginia, with more than 40 professional chapters and more than 40 student chapters and colonies. Please learn more at www.cmaa.org. Org.